On the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We all know that June is a very busy month of recruiting for Nebraska. They had a busy weekend last weekend with the uh, Friday Night Lights, Saturday the Specialist, and also the Sunday 7-on-7. Seven seven. Full weekend, right, Sip? Yes. And there's more it's coming good weekend. up. It's a good weekend. Joined now by Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Nebraska does land a couple commits. They land Jaden Doss, the receiver from Missouri, and also Brock Knudsen from Scott's Bluff uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm curious... Who else is on commitment watch as we go forward in the month of June, Sean? Well, yeah, it's it's going quick here, guys. Uh, O'Marion Miller, I think, is where you got to go next. Um, the wide receiver from Louisiana, formerly an LSU commit. Um, those wide receiver spots are filling quick. And I think Mickey Joseph would take about seven of them if he could. I mean, you've got Joshua Manning that was here this weekend, too. Okay. Um, Malachi Coleman's a receiver. Uh, probably for Nebraska, so um, they've got to, you know, I don't know what the number they want to take is. Is is it three? Is it four? Um, You know, the numbers are really unpredictable uh, because Marcus Washington could be one and done. Trey Palmer could be one and done. Omar Manning um, is done this year. Right. Uh, um, There's a lot. Oliver Martin's done this year. Um, So the, the chart is a little thrown off right now because there are some guys that you know, could be done that you don't know. Um, so, you know, the the number, you know, I think there's some question, is it three, is it four, how many will they take in the receiver group? Would you say that this weekend with the during the camp scene at Nebraska that Malachi Coleman was the biggest story? Am I wrong on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he was. Um, mainly because what's a guy like that even camping for? I mean, he doesn't need to, obviously, but mm-hmm. he did. And, um, I mean, he did his official visit. And then he went home and changed, and then he came down to the seven-on-seven. Seven and, and they were playing, like, extra games. I mean, it was crazy. Like, I mean, they, they were already eliminated in, in the tournament, um, and then they still went out there and kept playing games, um, kind of in a consolation bracket. And he played them all, and, and he, he was getting after it in all of them. So it kind of tells you the kind of competitor that he is. Um, you know, he's going to – finish out his full senior year. He won't graduate early. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to play basketball, and he wants to run track, mm-hmm. and he wants to win a championship. I mean, he was so upset at state track. I, I, I talked to him. I said I talked to him. I, I ran into him at state track after the 4 by one I mean, they, they dropped the baton mm-hmm. in the 4 by one where he didn't even get the baton in his hand mm-hmm. um, at the end because the guys before him dropped it, and, and he was so angry that it – you know, he didn't get a chance to run that, and they, he got second in the hundred, and I think I think he got second in the two hundred. So um, I think he's pretty driven to 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 want to win, and and you know you saw that by him wanting to come down there and play in the seven on seven too. Joined by Sean Callahan, we're talking about Malachi Coleman, the Lincoln East four star receiver, class of twenty twenty three. Sean, how do you assess Nebraska's chances in that in that race? Well, I think they're in a good position. Um, I, I just think he wants to take his visits, but I mean, he's now a consensus top 100 recruit. So, um, you know, he, he, he's uh, as high as number 56 in the country in one rate, rating. And, um, you know, I think his stock continues to rise. And 
you think about a year ago at this very time, mm-hmm. you didn't know who he was, mainly because as a sophomore, he didn't really do anything yet high level at the varsity level. And then all of a sudden he went to Nebraska's camp, and I remember he was walking with Benny Nagoy, and everyone's like, who's the guy with Benny? And people really didn't even know who Benny was yet at that point. Um, you know, and, and you saw these guys, and you're like, wow. I mean, you know, he's arguably as high of a recruit that's come out of Lincoln, you know, since Barrett Root. I mean, there hasn't really been a guy of his caliber to come out of the city for football in a long time. And, um, you know, he, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, he can rush the passer. He can catch the football, jump balls. You know, he blocks punts. Um, they set him off the edge. Yeah. How would you like to see that guy jumping to block a punt? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see that. I'd like Hello. to see that. Six foot five? Three, yeah. He blocked two or three punts this year, you know, for Lincoln East. Well, you said, Sean, he can do what he wants, but what, what do you believe he projects best at the next level? Is it at receiver or is it defensively, in your opinion? It's at receiver. Um, Good answer, I mean, Sean. Georgia, um, you know, ha- has him at right now, too, um, on their board, but he wouldn't be able to commit to Georgia unless he went to camp down there, and I don't think – I think Georgia's not even in the picture. I mean, Michigan and Oklahoma and probably Oregon are, are teams right now, and, um, you know, I haven't heard him really talk much about Iowa. Um, I know Iowa's always one to worry about locally, but Michigan and Oklahoma seem like the two um, – that have the most traction along with Nebraska. Yeah, that Oklahoma thing scares me a little bit because the the, the level of receivers that Oklahoma's churned out. Um, Sebastian Serco, I'm a I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little overly interested in the Omaha North sophomore to be. He was the team elite quarterback, uh, little kid, 5'10", 160. But Lane Kiffin is is recruiting him. James Franklin is recruiting him. It's not a big story in this state, not yet anyway. It doesn't seem like. But what? What's the? Why am I so interested, Sean and Sebastian Circo? Yeah, he had just intangibles about him in that seven on seven. That I mean, we watched a lot of guys play. I mean, he carries himself <laughs> just with a swagger and a confidence you don't see. And he hasn't really played a down of varsity football. I, mean, I don't know if he got any. I don't know what his snaps were at Omaha Burke last year, right. but. Burke had a senior starter last year, okay. so you know he, and then um, Paul Amaji left, and now he's at Omaha North with Larry Martin. Um, yeah, you know, he plays around the country on on these seven on seven deals. Um, other national teams recruit him to play for him, play for them. So um, for his age, he's as well schooled as there there is, and he kind of has that Baker Mayfield um, swagger to him when he's out there and. You know, yeah, he was fun to watch. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. Like when Nebraska or when Omaha North plays that first game, I'm going to watch from afar, pretty interestingly, just to see how that kid does. Because I'm, I want to see what he looks like in pads, playing, playing real Class A football. Because uh, it, it, it is obviously different than seven on seven, but he's got something definitely that's going to be fun to watch. Join me, Sean Callahan. Sean, so what does the rest of the month look like for Nebraska in terms of camps and in the recruiting in terms of getting guys to town? Well, the biggest camp um, coming up will be next weekend's Friday Night Lights camp and then the, the Lyman camp. Now, they have a team camp, too. Um, Elkhorn South will be there. I think Creighton Prep will be there. So there'll be some teams there as well, um, you know, in their entirety doing full contact work. 
And, you know, there's a couple of young Elkhorn South guys that might get offers um, when they, they do team camp that I know about. Um, but, yeah, going forward, um, next weekend's Friday Night Lights will be the biggest camp of the, of the, of the deal. I mean, all the most guys there, it'll be another visitor weekend. Now, this weekend, we're looking at maybe six, seven visitors. I think next weekend, we're looking at 12, 13 again. Whoa, and, whoa, you know, really? Nine visitors was the previous high for Frost at Nebraska. Um, the last time they had double digits for a weekend was 2017 for the Wisconsin game when they had 11. Um, so they're going to host their two biggest weekends by far, you know, over the last five years plus, you know, in, in, the, in these, um, you know, in this month of June. They have 62 visits they can use. By the end of June, they'll probably have about 40 of their visits used up. Mm, then they'll really have to lock in on guys after that, right? Well, yeah. You know, I was telling somebody, that, I mean, let's just think way, way down the road. Like, let's say there was a coaching change or, um, you know, you have transfer portal guys you want to target late. All of a sudden, you, you may not have as many visits late for people if you use 40 of them in, oh by this point. So, um, yeah, they're, they've gone, they're going to use as many official visits by the end of June as anybody in the country. I'm confident of that. I believe I'm almost 99% sure they'll have by far the most visitors on their campus by this point as well. Yeah, the scenario's sort of scary. If, <laughs> I don't if like they would, scenario. If they would make a coaching change, you know what happens then. There's usually a mass exodus of players and not that many visits. Um, ah, interesting. All right, well, thank you, Sean. Yeah, yeah Sean. No, thank you, guys. Always good stuff. We'll talk to you next week, Sean. Thanks for the time. All right. Good stuff. Uh, Sean Callahan. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of interesting, <laughs> well, isn't it? It makes you think, well, they, what, why is this happening right now? Is is there – if you know, you don't usually get this many visitors right now. Well, this is – I mean, I mean, they're making a big push. I mean, I, I, I see nothing wrong with it, right? Right? Right. If you – If they're – I mean, they, they have to – Listen, this staff has to recruit like it's going to be here. Absolutely, right? That's you've got to sell out. But like we right? just, if, yeah, if you're not, you're if not preparing. Things don't go well. Well, they're not. That's not their concern. I know, right? But that that creates a major problem. <laughs> well, we'll see. how about we just get seven or eight wins and everything's resolved and it's okay without with a low visitor amount in the fall. <laughs> we'll see what happens. How about that? It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Interesting time. It's a very. That's why I always say. I've I've never I don't know if I've ever covered Nebraska at a more interesting time. It's things like that. It's things like adding those five coaches. It's things like mixing in all these guys from the transfer portal. And by the way, they got to win. They got to win. You got to win. I'd be more interested in the '90s times. I wasn't there. I wasn't cognizant. You know, it was six. A lot of games that weren't very interesting. I'd I'd like to see those. Take me take me back to the blowouts, baby. Yeah. Song of the Day and Mailbag is next on Early Break on the Ticket.